Uh-huh. I know what you're thinking. Is this the booth drafting the circuits? Three-way theater or the Kevin Jackson show? Well, to tell you the truth in all this excitement, I kinda lost track myself here on Hoobazoo.com. So, do you feel lucky, punk? Oscar Mike Radio. Come in. Come in, Oscar Mike Radio. Sinister One, this is Oscar Mike. I have Ulima Charlie over. Folks, good evening. It's March 1st, but it's not. I'm down here again at Red Seal Martial Arts Company in Lakeville, Mass. That punch you hear in the background is Sean uh, Schubert doing his thing in the ring for his students. But the main event, the main guy I'm talking to tonight is Michael Dara. Team Dara, Mike, welcome to the show. Hey, Travis, how are you tonight, man? Hey, man, I'm doing great. It's good to see you, brother. Um, long story short, man, I got to watch you fight in Warwickwood Island uh, last weekend, and I was really uh, taken aback, impressed, surprised all at the same time, so I just want to talk to you about that. Yeah, man, um, had a good time, good fight, got my feet wet for the first time. Um, it was a crappy night with the, with the snow and stuff like that, had a, had a uh, good turnout, man. They said there was like 1,400 people, but... That was the first thing I wanted to ask. I, I didn't think that many people would show up, honestly, because it, it was a really crappy night. But the, the whole place was, was damn near packed. There's something else. And then i got to tell you, the second thing I want to ask you about is, all I saw down there were the Team Dara shirts. I mean, how did that make you feel to see all these people driving an hour and a half away to come see you fight? Oh, man, the love was amazing. It was like the first the first couple hours, it's, you know, I, I couldn't even get back in the corner because every time I'd walk past one person, they'd talk to me for a little while. Then I'd get grabbed by another person. You know, then I had a couple family members up top. And um, with the love, man, like when I came out, it, my, my, my entrance song, you can, you heard the beginning of the rest of it, you couldn't even hear it. It was, it was all black and yellow. Now, for those of you who weren't there, he had uh, In the Jungle, the quiet jungle going, and he has his Irish flag, the Army flag, the American flag, and his whole crew out there. Ranger flag, Ranger Red Seal flag, had them all, man. You had it all going. That was the best interest of the night, man, and that was just electric. I had my, my son, my 11-year-old, had a pole with a lion head on it. <laughs> he came out all excited to bring that lion head out, which actually made it in the ring at one point. Well, it was great. It was great. And what was great before, man, was just all the, the, the pre-fight action and people getting excited about seeing you. Uh, you know, we were talking about uh, Matt Daniels, who, you know, you kind of take underneath your wing and what he wanted to do. And it was a really big thing for him to come down there and watch you fight. It, it, it was really something else to see how excited he was. I mean, 
he doesn't really emote that much, but he was he was pretty pumped that he was getting to see this man, and that had to make you feel good before you even stepped in the ring. Yeah, man, Matt's a good kid. Um, myself and Gerald kind of took him took him under our wing, and uh, kids got hands on him, man. He he's definitely got some hands, and uh, I, I think we're gonna have him in one of the next couple of matches. He really really likes to box. He loves when I bring him around people. I'm sorry he's not here tonight. It's just because I had a different interview that or what I had him with me. You know, he just sits in the back and absorbs and watches, and he's just a good kid, man. Well, he told me one of the things he was looking forward to doing was actually maybe even thinking about joining the Army. And uh, I thought it would be pretty cool that if you saw that kid, you know, mature and go in the Army, it would be a pretty cool thing for you. Yeah, so I'm trying to help him do now. We're trying to, we've been talking about it. You know, um, kids just like I was, you know, didn't, didn't have much direction in life as, as, a, as a teenage boy, which a lot of teenage teenage boys young men don't you know right. don't know what they want to do like I didn't and I, he wants that he wants that yearning that 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 wanting to be a part of something but yet being an individual you know like not, not like everybody around here so that's what we're striving for now his 18th birthday is coming up at believe um, he'll be 18 in May May or June and um, as soon as he turns 18 I said as, as long as we go get him his scores get him in there and uh, get him going man I'll be proud of the kid absolutely man absolutely um so I, I get to meet your wife for the first time, and she, like like you said, is always mad about you for something. I mean, it, it, it was, you know, some wives see their husbands at this age do their thing, like, yeah, he's doing his thing, whatever. But, man, she was really into this for you. I mean, it, it might as well have been her up there fighting with you. What was that like, man? Yeah, man, she's been real real supportive but pissed off at the same time, like I said. <laughs> I'm telling um, you. She, she, was, she was a nervous wreck. She was probably never, more nervous than I was. Um, but she stood by there, and she's you know she's put up a lot of crap, and now she's taking over, you know, taking taking the reins. At first, she was upset by it, but by, you know, as soon as we got there, everything was real, and she was real excited about it. You know, she was nervous, but I had so many people there to just make sure everything was good for her, and um, she was just pumped. Like now, she's like, I'm telling her about the next fight, and she's okay. Well, you gotta do what you gotta do, and she likes it. You know what I mean? She's taking over the Dara. We we started a Team Dara fan page because of um, supporters and sponsors. Man, the day after the fight, I've I've gotten so much love and support from people in high rank, other places, from guys trying to support me. I have um actually kind of th throw the plugs out real quick. Absolutely, man, go right ahead. I got um I have three new um sponsors. One is um Iverson Masonry and Plowing out of Brockton. A friend of mine, Ryan Iverson, knows that owns that company. Um, I also have Wind Up. It's a wine and restaurant lounge in actually Walter Rhode Islands. No kidding. Yeah, um, a friend of mine, Rob Gilman, owns that, and uh, his partner. He's big on support and loves it. They were both at the fight. Um, Rob's all, all about the fight, so is Ryan. And um, actually, the funny story is uh, another another kid supported me, a kid named Chris. Chris, he, uh, a couple, you know, I'm the homeless veterans coordinator. In uh, about April, the kid was on back, down on his luck, veteran. Couldn't get his stuff together. Couldn't get his benefits in, though. You know, I read his story and I, I took him under my wing and I just like, he couldn't get to, he lives out in Worcester area, he couldn't get to Boston for his exams. So I got him to his exams, you know, I, I got him on his rides home, I got him his exams done, I got everything done, pushed forward through and um, I said, listen, you gotta do something good with this money, like, cause a lot of veterans get their back pay and just blow it, get hooked on drugs right, right. and he swore to God to me that he would and told me he was gonna do the right thing with it and turned around, the, you know, the kid battle raps and, you know, does videos and stuff, but he took that money and built a, built a clothing line. Yeah, man, 363 clothing line, and um, he's supporting me. He's going to hook me up with all types of you know, different dope gear from shirts to track suits and stuff, and uh, he's all excited, man. You know, more to come on that. I'll stop posting pictures of me and his, his stuff, and uh, like I said, I helped the kid now, and now he's helping me, supporting me, and giving me, me clothes for fighting, you know, when I'm, I helped him. 
So you have the Team Dara Facebook page, right? Yes, yep. So it's Team Dara on Facebook. You can check all this stuff out. And then I'll tell you right now, Mike, I'll have all these guys in the blog post so people can check it out and click on it. This episode will be on YouTube, Facebook Live, SoundCloud, the whole nine yards. So there's no excuse to support these people who are supporting Mike. And, and you're supporting people who support veterans. They're, they're putting their money where their mouth is. So this is a very good thing. So I oh, well, one thing, Rob Gilman, Rob Gilman's a uh, Marine too. So he was all excited about it, you know. Super Marine, so he was all excited about you know Marine doing this. I told him all about it, and uh, like I said, Chris is an Army vet. Ryan wasn't a vet, but Ryan's a, a veteran of Brockton, put it that way. So. There you go. That's what Battlefield is. <laughs> so you get up there, man. I'm watching this because you know I'm, I'm watching the fights, and there's some guys getting absolutely clocked in the first round, which I'm like, man, that's that's pretty brutal. You train as hard as you train to get knocked out in the first round. But some guys would get knocked down. They they were they were they were stop so I'm, I'm wondering how this is gonna be but you get out there and you look like you're ready to go so I guess my next question is what did Sean do to get you battle ready get you focused to do this thing with all this hoopla and stuff going around how did he get you prepared well first I started off with um, me just getting a hold of Gerald and just start my my meal plan and getting losing the weight you know from December 7th until January 9th I want to say I did nothing but cardio and lose weight because with Christmas, didn't really have time. No one was really around to train me, so um, I got down about 40 pounds then. And January 9th, I started off with Gerald as far as working out. And Gerald and I worked with um, Joe Ennis out of Stoughton for a little bit. And um, did, I, Sean got a hold of me, and you know, Sean put a better plan in my head. So it was me and Gerald, and basically Sean just said, "Be here, be here, and do what I say." And I did, man. And um, it wasn't a whole lot we could do in the six weeks to become a boxer, but it was more like just making me battle ready, like you said. So fight night, what does he do? I mean, because you got the butterflies going, the heart rate's up. How did he get you focused to do this? Basically, he just said, shut my mouth and, and hang on. And we uh, warmed up with pads, you know, got my head away from all the other crap that was going on and uh, just told me to sit down and relax and get up to a little bit more pad work, you know, and just hang out and get have him tape up my hands. Awesome, awesome. So I, I watched the first round and you're out there and you could tell that you were... You were jacked and ready to go. You you didn't uh, hold anything back, and um, a lot of people are like, well, who's this guy fighting? What's the big deal? Because I'm not a boxer. I don't know what I'm looking at here. But the other guy looked like he was trying to land more blows. And the one thing I was going to ask you about is every time you get going, it seemed like the ref stepped in and, and held you back. I was getting upset. Yeah, um, not knowing all the the rules of boxing, I was uh, I was rushing him too much. I was inside too much, and uh, he'd wrap up with me in the corner. And finally, when I pull out to wrap pull out from his wrap up, and I'd go to hit him, and the ref would stop it because we were over the corner. You know, we we're over the ropes, or I was pushing him over the ropes with my head. But I said, "Excuse me." So join us now. We got uh, Sean Schubert, owner and founder of Red Seal Martial Arts here in Lakeville, Massachusetts. Great place. As I said in my blog post, man, this place is spotless. Hey. I mean, I really like that. I really do. I can't talk about that enough. But you're watching your guy, who is not a boxer by trade, just started this. He's out there fighting. What was going through your mind as you're watching him do this? Just knowing that he's in his first bite, he already had obstacles to overcome. And we had talked about this the last time we were on with you, Travis, and the biggest thing that we had against Mike was the time restraint. We didn't have 
a lot of time to make him a technical boxer. And sitting back as it was happening, unfolding live in front of me, there's only so much you can do. You know, you can only coach so much at that point, and there's nothing that's going to change in two minutes or in six minutes after the, you know, throughout, throughout the whole fight. You're not going to be able to change. So you're trying to make those adjustments on the fly, and you're trying to tap into that training regimen that we worked on for those six weeks that he was getting ready. But again, there's only so much that you can call on at that point where there's a lot of chaos happening. There's a lot of uh, unpredictable things between the referee, like you're saying. We don't know if the referee wants to break it up, if there's stoppages, if the other guy you know, is getting tired, if he's going to outwork you, so on and so forth. So just sitting back and watching this unfold is there's only so much you can do, you know, so I'm watching it and thinking that he's doing well and he's doing what we asked him to do, but at the same time, you know that the experience is lacking and he's not making enough to win the rounds. So every round I'm getting in there and talking to him and I'm trying to make him understand you just have to win the round. You just have to work for two minutes. You don't have to go out there and knock anybody out in the first 30 seconds or it's, you know, you don't have to go looking for these big shots. You just have to work from one bell to the next bell. Just go out there and keep working. And that's the most important thing anyways, is that you don't quit on yourself. So I, I didn't, I didn't see any quit. And, and when I told people in the audience, like, look, this is this guy's first fight. They were like, wow, you know, and I said, he started in December tra training for this thing. And, and they were, they were very impressed. But you know, the only thing I can compare it to, Sean, is weightlifting. You, you have the, the guy who's been doing this kind of competition all his life. He's more comfortable. You have a guy who just started, you know, maybe not as comfortable. But the one thing that I can say is I didn't see Mike quit or, you know, throw in the towel any time during the fight. And, and I go so far as to say, Mike, you know, if this has been a street fight, you know, if he was going full army on this thing, Mike, this would have been a very different story in my view. I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah, it would have went definitely my way. Um, he definitely won by points and technical, technical. But uh, as far as bully, I bullied him probably mostly around the ring. You know, I, I kept getting him in the corner. I get him in the middle. He'd wrap up with me. You know, wraps hands around my waist in the middle of a fight. You know, and at that point, it, it becomes just fight or flight. And you hit him anyhow. You know, not knowing the, the rules. I. I'm looking forward to become more of a boxer, but I was still a, a, kind of a brawler at that time, you know? I still am, and I didn't really have the time to become that boxer. Just basically, we, it was Sean's idea was to just get me in there and fight Chad. So the, the fight ends, and they're there, and, and they, they announce uh, Chad the winner. And, you know, I, I come over to see you coming down from the ring, Mike, and your, your shirt is covered in blood. And, and I'm like, okay, you got popped above the eye or in the nose really good, but if, if, if that hurt you at the time, you didn't know it. And so I want to know how that felt when you, when you looked down at your shirt when the, when the, when the adrenaline kicked off. You're like, holy crap, you're covered in blood. Man, I didn't even know he popped my nose until the end of the second round. Um, pretty sure it, it happened when both of us hit each other with a jab. Left each other wide open. He tagged me. I tagged him, and uh, I didn't realize. I felt like I was just kind of like choking back sweat from breathing heavy. And and Gerald came over. I think it was Gerald. Either Gerald or Sean, and just had a towel off my face. And I realized I was bleeding at the time. 
I mean, at that that point, it's adrenaline. You don't even feel like it's going on. You know, I think it's pretty funny. I think the shirt looks pretty cool. Sure, it's badass. Yeah, man. Steve Domenico wants me to sign it, and he wants to hang it the room. Uh, that's cool with me. I like it. I like the idea of it. You know, they got a cool picture of me and Chad and a couple people in the middle. It looks more like a warrior, you know. That's my main thing. You know, I went in there and I didn't quit. Could I have done better? 100% I could have done better. Have I sparred better than Chad? I fought, 100% I sparred people better than that. But, uh, you know, better things to come at this point, you know. Like like I said in the other interviews, he's unsure, I guess, if he's going to fight me. But um, I gave him his shot. You know, after six weeks, do what he want to do. He told me to come down to 220 for this next fight or come down to his weight. I'll come down. But, you know, give me my shot. Let me become a boxer now. Yeah. Um, Sean, how did you feel uh, about, yeah, he didn't win. But how did you feel about how Mike did and how Mike carried himself that night? It's a very emotional type of event anyways because it gets so boiled up with all the smack talking and you know the calling out at the very beginning and then all the ramping up and all the interviews and and Facebook posting and uh, the live feeds and you know he said this and I did that and then I said this and he did that and back and forth and back and forth so the whole thing's very emotional as far as a fight goes uh, on, on a regular level you don't usually get that um, type of atmosphere from the regular kickboxing or the boxing leagues, but this brawl for it all has that special energy where the the smack talking is is almost encouraged, you know, where that's part of the entertainment, it's part of the value. So being so invested in that part of it, it was hard to take that loss and and get that decision. On the other end of the spectrum. For somebody that had never been in a boxing ring until December, had boxed for approximately six to eight weeks, and then took his first fight against somebody that had three fights already, that's something to be said. That goes a long way in my book. For you to step up and knowing that this guy has experience, you're still getting in there anyways, that speaks a lot about your character. So already you're proud as a coach to know that this guy is going to fight through whatever you put in front of him regardless of what it is. He's going to get the job done. He's going to go out and, and keep working until somebody pulls him off and says, hey, listen, you can't do this anymore. Okay, so in that respect it, it it's just nothing but pride um and of course you know everybody takes a loss and it's hurt feelings or, or whatever at first but his willingness to get back in and we're not even out of the ring yet and he's telling me i want to get back in the gym and do some more training and i'm gonna get back in for this brawl for it all six and the next one's in only in five months and i got all this time to train now and uh, we're not even back in the locker room yet and, and he's talking about the next one you know and you just finished a fight, man. You know, have some time, relax, and, and have a have a water. You know, wipe the <laughs> no, blood up. He, he's, he's not about that. He's you know he he wants to better himself, and he knows. And and you can only gain that experience by having that experience. You can't get it from anything else. You can talk about it till you're blue in the face, but until you cross the threshold and and do that first fight, you can even train all the way up to that first fight. But just having that first real fight is an experience all of its own. And Mike had that, and 
he got bit by the boxing bug, as we say, you know, and, and now he wants more. So nice. it, so that's, that's you know, it's pride, man. It's nothing but pride. So, Mike, what is next? I mean, are, are you still training as hard? Are you taking some time off? What What's going on with, uh, you know, getting ready for this number six? I took a couple days off. I'm going back starting on Monday. Um, took a day off from my diet. One day I had one pizza and one baked hamburger, and now I'm back on my diet right away. I uh, did a, a cleanse. No, 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 wait, hold on, hold on. Where did the pizza come from? Home Cafe, man. Home Cafe. Greek pizza from Home Cafe. Unbelievable. What kind, what kind of pizza was it? The Greek pizza with just tomatoes and feta cheese. Well done. Okay. My favorite pizza there is, man. I love them, and they're delicious at that place. You, I like you first. Oh, I love them pizzas, man. <laughs> I, that's my, the good thing about it is my brother-in-law, Jay, had actually, you know, I was doing stuff that day, and he, he came over and gave it to me because he knew that's what I wanted. So my, shout out to my brother-in-law, Jason. He uh, went and grabbed that pizza for Fat Boy, and I got that in that day, boy. But I, and the next day, you know, my wife and I started a cleanse. I did a three three day nothing but water cleanse. Um, oh my God! Now I'm eating. Yeah, man, it was rough in the house. You know, it was like my wife had her first seven day friend for those three days. And it was time for you know. <laughs> but um, but now now I'm eating rice and rice and beans he loves and vegetables. You. He really does. I do, man. But <laughs> rice and beans and vegetables, and uh, kind of back where I was, and you know. So that's that's cool. Now, now, Sean, you have more time to work with Mike now and set him up. So, is it just doing the same thing, but but taking more time to work on fundamentals and strength conditioning and the rules, and, and you don't have to you know mash the throttle that much, or is it the same approach, or do you take a different approach now? So we use what we like to call the the rule of one, and the rule of one like I talked to you about the efficiency of the program that we run, our, our whole method is based on functionality. So we understand that there could be a guy that comes to me uh, with no experience and he's real nervous and he's, oh man, I got this guy, he wants to beat me up real bad. He said, meet him in an hour. Well, I got one hour to show you one thing. What can I show you? Right. What's the best advice that I can give you that's gonna be able to functionalize something for you that could possibly save you? You might come to me and say, hey man, I got one week to get ready for this fight. And now that one hour gets to be something a little bit more in depth, but still I have to kind of play out, okay, what is the most important thing that I can give this guy so that in one week he can survive this fight? So that rule of one applies to an hour, a week, a month a year and you use that type of mentality saying okay now I've got five months to get him ready instead of five weeks to get him ready what does he already have what are the most important points to get him because it's not just getting him to memorize a combination or getting him to memorize a drill or get good at one activity or another it's to be able to freely think on your toes and fight that boxing match so it's integration of skill that's really the important part it's not memorization of this drill or that activity this punch combo or this move goes with that punch it's more of him having the ability to see what's coming at him and know where do I have to be? Where should I be going to this? Thinking three moves ahead, so on and so forth. So, so, so you have so since the time has expanded, you've got more time to give him more tools that fit his strengths and, and, and work on his weaknesses. A hundred percent. 
Absolutely. 100%. And having seen him fight this last fight, well, now we know what did he do well. We worked on cutting the angles. We worked on working the body. We worked on staying safe and keeping your hands up. That's it. We only had five weeks. But you watch that whole fight. Didn't put his hands down. He cut the angles on the ring perfectly. He never stopped fighting. And he kept himself safe. That's it. You know, the scorecard didn't go in our direction. But as a coach, you can't ask for anything more than somebody doing exactly what you trained them to do. And going back and watching the film, that's all I saw was exactly what we worked on. He looked the exact same in that fight as he did in training, and that's all you can ask for. The thing that amazed me was, um, and that I was impressed by, is not he didn't get knocked down one time. He didn't get knocked down one time. To me, that was impressive because I don't know if I could have done that or anybody who had the, the amount of experience that he had. And there wasn't any quit, Sean. I mean, Mike, you didn't stop the entire time. It wasn't like you went into the corner and said, you know, I'm going to take it easy or I'm going to wait for him to come to me. You aggressed the entire time. And I felt that that was something that I wanted to. That's why I said in my follow-up, you may have lost a fight, Mike, but you weren't beaten. I don't, I don't, I don't, no one will ever convince me, Sean, that your guy got beat. Yes, he lost, but did he get beaten? No. No, and, and when you can build on that, I think that's just a credit to not only the boxer, but also the coach and how you guys did this for him. Yeah, a lot of thing that people miss is that it's interpretive. So on one side of the fence, you got Team Dara that's seeing everything Mike does as a positive. Even when he's getting hit, they see all the blocking that he's doing, not all the times he's getting hit. And the same thing on the other side of the team. The other guy, his team sees him as unloading punches, not as Mike blocking punches. So there's all the crowd influence that you have. And then the judges, there's only three judges and they're sitting at different spots. So there's no way that they're catching everything either. So it's all interpretive in that respect, meaning if he looked more like a boxer as he was doing the things he was doing, if he was punching on his way in while he was cutting those angles down and while he was pressuring, he would have looked more like a boxer instead of a guy that's just willing to grind out and walk through fire to get his hands on you. That's what the judges are looking for. That doesn't mean that on the outside perspective as a fight, he didn't lose many battles. He didn't get pushed around. He didn't get knocked down. He didn't get overwhelmed to a point where he felt like he couldn't do it anymore. He needed to quit or that guy was just too big, too strong, or too much better than him. And that's all perspective, meaning the judges saw what they saw. We saw what we saw. His team saw what he saw. Going back on the film... You can see the proofs in the pudding a little bit. And did he do enough to get the win? No. But did he do better than he looked from my perspective in that corner? Yeah, absolutely. And did he do all the things that we did in training? Yeah, absolutely. And again, that's all you can ask for as a coach, especially getting a guy ready in five weeks for his first fight. So, Mike, you're, you're, you're through your cleanse now. Your wife's getting back to normal, but she's just mad at you now. Mike, what's it going to be like for you getting ready for brawl for an all six uh pre-camp starting monday 
I told Sean I'm dedicated. Uh, camp starts a little bit sooner, but I, I'm hoping pre-camp is going to be just like camp. Uh, just got to grind for the next three or four months. <clears throat> Work on, you know, my distance and a couple other things that we've talked about. And uh, just become a better boxer, man. Be better, period. You know, instead of just being kind of a brawler and, like, bullying him. I mean, I, like I said before, I, I definitely bullied him around the ring. Got in too close with him. And uh, this time, work on boxing, not just, just trying to smash him or, you know, trying to put his head over the ring and stuff. You know, basically just become better. So, look, everybody, I'm going to have links to the Team Dare Facebook page. Check that out, Most Def. There's a link to the Red Seal Martial Arts in Lakeville, Massachusetts. Um, I'm checking it out. I'm loving it. And then um, Mike has a lot of sponsors who are local uh, guys who are veterans, non-veterans, but who support him. And we need to support them. So they'll be in the, in the blog post as well. And uh, I will definitely be checking in and making sure that when uh, number six hits, we all know about it. So I'm going to wrap this up. I want to thank Mike and Sean for your time. Did I miss anything, guys? Anything I want to add? No? No, I just want to say thank you for the, uh, the articles, Travis. You know, it really meant a lot. Someone outside CNN, you know, that, that that we put a lot into it, that Sean put a lot into me, and we put a lot into that fight, you know. Like I said, I didn't, I didn't go home with a W, but uh, I still got to go home to my family and my kids and got home once I saw the tapes. Thinking, you know, like I said, six weeks, I did what I did, but come, come June, you'll see a different fighter. All right, looking forward to it. Well, folks, that's it. Thank you very much, and uh, Omar is out.